Welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome to Adam's Rib. We hope you all enjoyed the first episode where we discussed how to discover God's purpose for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't get a chance to listen to the first episode, we definitely would encourage all of you to go and have a listen to it. Um, we also have a Facebook page, and we want all of you to go like the page, tell your friends about the page so they can like the page, and we can get the word out there about Adam's Rib. Absolutely. This is our second episode. Yes, this is the second episode, and today we're talking about um, how to handle stress and anxiety, but in God's way. Mm. So, Lindsay, are you ready to talk about this? I am so ready. I think this is a very good topic for everyone across the board, so I'm definitely ready. Absolutely. I think this is going to touch everybody out there. Um, So, Lindsay, let me ask you a question. How do you handle your stress and anxiety now? Well, personally, I do have a job that can be somewhat stressful, at times, what I personally like to do, I'm a big reader. And Jess, you know this. I do like to read a lot. I like to read different types of books, mainly self-help books. So that's something that I do like to do. I really kind of like to do Pilates, and I'm cheap. I will just go to YouTube, find a nice 15-minute Pilates <laughs> video, light some candles, put on some music, and I'm good to go for the rest of the evening. Yeah, I love it. really helps me unwind. So that was just a few things, obviously outside of prayer and just reading my uh-huh. word, that I like to handle my stress personally. Uh, how, how about you, Jess? How, how do you like to handle all that? Well, um, I kind of I actually have a routine. I have a nightly routine. And this this helps me to keep my stress level down. And then on the stressful days, it really helps. But after I get my kids to bed, which raising two children is very, very stressful. <laughs> um, but once I get them to bed, I I go get in the shower and I turn off, like, the lights. And I just, well, there's a dim light in my bathroom, so I turn on the dim light. And I'm in the shower for about 20, 25 minutes. Yes. It makes the water real crazy, but it's worth it. <laughs> I, I I get in the shower, and I just, I talk to God. Like, I talk to God like I'm talking to you right now, mm-hmm. and I just kind of release on God. I just tell him all my little issues. I just dump my problems on him for a second, and then I give him that time to relax me and give me something, give me a word, give me some type of calm. God, I get out the shower. And then I go, I get on my comfy clothes, I get in my bed, I put on some meditation music, and I just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I and I'm a writer. Lindsay likes to read. I love to write. I write everything. I have, like, six journals, and in every journal you can find something in there about stress, about a stressful day I had, about a stressful situation, but... It's the most, it release, it's a release for me. Like, I can write, and I can get all this stuff out, and I don't find myself taking it out on other people. Right. So I write, and I, I stick to my routine. I stick to my nighttime routine, and I promise that works. It works for me. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I think it's yeah. so important, 
to telling the reason people the reason why we wanted to talk about this because stress is very real it can lead to health problems it can lead to mental problems it can really shake up someone's life if they're not careful I was reading online that according to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, don't ask me where I found this, but I did because I'm a reader, (laughs) seven out of 10 adults in America say that they experience stress or anxiety daily. And most of them say that it interferes moderately with their lives, which was crazy to me of how many people in the world are going through stress. And then I also read somewhere, Jessica, that it's now considered normal for young adults between the ages of 22 and 35, so you and I are both in that age range, roughly, to have a mid-midlife crisis. That is crazy to me. Right. Isn't it crazy? But I can see how that's probably not uncommon because I know for me, after graduating from undergrad, and I'm sure a lot of women feel this way when they're having the stress of finding their dream job and paying off their student loans, moving out of their parents' house, all while trying to impress the guy that they know they shouldn't be messing with anyway. So it just all starts to become a whole, whole lot. So that's why this topic, I think, was just really was on both of our hearts to talk about because this is a very real issue. Yeah, it is. So, but that gives me a question to ask you. When... Before now, how did you handle your stress in the past? Like, what could you do? Did you ever handle it in a not-so-healthy way? Mm-hmm. I absolutely, absolutely not handle it in a not-so-healthy way. Not when I first graduated college. I was actually cool because I was still living at home, and I wasn't in my dream job, but I was cool. But eventually, and I can definitely admit this, I would just turn to alcohol uh, to kind of take care of my stress. I feel like it would just numb my pain and... And I was having that I was having and it would make me just forget all of my troubles. And I definitely would not recommend anyone doing that. But for me, I was just in a dark place and that's how I handled it. Um, But for me, it took me really to my lowest point mentally for me to realize that this cannot be the way that God intended my life to be. And so I realized that after drinking, you know, all evening, all weekend or whatever, that I still wouldn't be at peace I wouldn't be at peace about anything. I would be at peace for that moment. But the very next day, I would still have the exact same stresses, the exact same, the exact same troubles and all that. It's like nothing had changed. So I just had to find a healthier way to do it. Um, yes. How about you? Uh, did you ever deal with it in unhealthy ways at all? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Like, well, as like you, I definitely was the drinker. Um, but I mean, like, it wasn't like just a couple glasses of wine and then I was just trying to call it a night. I mean, like <laughs> a couple times a week, I was stopping at the liquor store to get a bottle of Patron and Red Bull. And I mean, like I was drinking to the point of drunk mm-hmm. just so I could fall asleep. Like mm-hmm. that was how I would put myself to sleep. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. And if wine was around, I would drink that too. Like it was just. It was that bad. Um, in addition to that, I turned to sex. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, it was a great distraction. It's like, you know what? If I if there's somebody in my space, especially if there was a male in my space, I found every reason to give that person all my attention, including my body, and then I don't have to think about what's actually going on in my life. Right. The problem with that was 
it didn't change anything that was going on in my life. Exactly. And so yeah. it was like what you said. You got I got really numb, and so I just stopped feeling. And but that didn't help either because mentally that destroyed me. Like I I couldn't I did not recognize myself. I had no idea who I was. And then at the same time, I was supposed to be a mom. Like, I, I was raising a kid at the time. Mm-hmm. Or, honestly, two kids, too. Cause, so, it's like, I'm raising kids, but I'm not, I know I'm not the I'm not the example that I need to be for them right now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it was really hard because I was, I was beating up on myself mentally. I was getting so upset with myself, but then that would cause me to drink more. Right. Or, then I was... You know, I would turn to more promiscuous ways again. I mean, it was just like an ongoing cycle until finally I was like, you know, enough is enough. My daughters have to see something better than this because if I don't stop now, I don't know who's going to be the example for them because I may not be here to show them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, 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 but it's all about, like, how do you turn it around? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like. We, yeah. we go through these, we've all been through these phases. And I know Lindsay and I, we are not the only ones who have dealt with stress in, in, in unhealthy ways. And so it's like, how do you fix it? Right. How do you turn it around? How do you handle the stress in the right way? Right. So that you don't go through those moments where you don't recognize yourself or you, you feel like you're doing yourself physically some harm or some, you know, hurting yourself health-wise or whatever. So, you know, I come up, I came up with these. Um, with these tips, at least these are things that I've done for myself to help me to, you know, get over my struggles and how I was handling my stress and everything. And the first thing I tell anybody and that I had to tell myself and that I had to do for myself, I just started visualizing and focusing on good days, mm-hmm. like better days. Like God has made so many promises to me, to you, to everybody listening. Like God has made promises to us. He's given us so many promises. And so it's like, why do I spend my energy and my day and my time focusing on all this stuff that's hurting me or making me mad or stressing me out in the moment when I have these promises to look forward to? I have all these amazing things that God wants to do in my life to look forward to. So it's like I had to shift my, I had to shift the energy. I had to shift where I was going to, what I wanted to give my attention to. Mm -hmm. So I forced myself to look at the better days, the good days, the things that I know I have to, that are that are coming and I have things to look forward to, the things that I'll be able to give my daughters, the things that I'll be able to give myself. Right. And so when I give when I do that and when I give my energy and my time to that, I don't have a lot of time to worry about the bad stuff. I don't have a lot of time to stress and and to get all bent out of shape. Mhm. But you Yeah, yeah. And all that is definitely, you know, a very good point. I think, you know, your focus on the good things is so powerful. Your thoughts and your words are just so, so powerful. I've learned that a lot of people stress because they just simply don't trust God to provide them with just the basic necessities of life. And I'm not saying that that's where I was personally, but that I feel like is kind of where a lot of people, where it stems from, is just basic necessities. How am I going to pay rent? How am I going to get to work? And all these things. In Matthew 6.25, Jesus said, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body and what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. And which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life. 
this scripture to me is just a clear example of why we get stressed out in the first place. Like I said earlier, we worry about providing for our loved ones, ourselves, our kids, and we stress over money, making ends meet, living check to check, and we become consumed in things and materialism that turn just into a stressed out about maintaining our lifestyle type of episode. And so just simply worrying about material things will no doubt to lead to stress because we're just seeking worldly goods instead of ultimately seeking our heavenly father. And now uh-huh. just, you know, I'm not telling everyone out there that just, you know, simply believing in God and, you know, having these visions and these dreams, you know, are going to keep us from trouble free life. Oh no, 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 no. Jesus definitely clearly said <laughs> that we're going to be having troubly day. So believing in him uh-huh. does not necessarily mean that we will have a trouble free life or that we won't succumb to stress in our lives. It just simply means right. that a life without him just makes coping with stress basically an impossible task and I noticed that I was never at peace when I was drinking to get rid of that Uh stress but I was instantly at peace about everything once I prayed and relied in his word because believing leads to trusting is how I really like to kind of put it and that famous verse in Proverbs trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding leaning on our own understanding basically means that we're just adopting the world's way of dealing with stress and it shouldn't be that way. We live in a world full of sin. Why would I, you know, adopt the world's way of how to handle it when I have this perfect God who is telling me to lean on him and him only? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's funny, too. You mentioned, like, stressing out about the material things because that was, like, my biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to stress out about the fact that I couldn't shop as often as I wanted to or because I couldn't get the rent paid or, you know, oh, I can't go and buy these new days for my baby. You know, <laughs> I was just running around here with the days on their baby. Well, my baby wants them, too. She really didn't. Neither one of them do. Right. They don't even like George. Right. <laughs> but I was stressed out about this stupid stuff. And, you know, I just realized, okay, I got to get over this. This is not even the important thing. Like, what's important is, like, being connected to God and praying and, and letting God handle this for me. This is little mediocre stuff. So, you know, we, I, again, I stay focused on those good things and those better days and those promises that God has. And honestly, and I, I just, I stay grateful. Yeah. I stay grateful about those small things. I, I operate with an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. That's what I tell anybody. Be grateful for the small things, and God will bless you with those bigger things. Exactly. And then you won't have a reason to just run around stressed out all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not a good look to run around bitter and upset. <laughs> and there's so many other things to look forward to. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just be grateful. Tell God thank you for those small things. The moment you feel like you want to complain about something, just say, God, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for breath. Thank you for life. Thank you for transportation. If you don't have a car, thank God for it anyway, because there's still other means of transportation. Right. Like, don't complain. Find reasons to be grateful and thankful, and God will bless you. He'll bless you for your for a grateful heart. He'll bless you for not complaining. Mm-hmm. Just trust me, because I had to do those things. I had to say thank you about the small things. And and things have and slowly but surely things have always come together and always fixed and, and been fixed and things have always worked out for it for the good. So mm-hmm. you know, be grateful. Be grateful for it, for just the little things in life. It's even funny that you say that because, you know, 
like it says, I think it's in Romans, you know, good things will come to those um, who are called to him according to his purpose. And we talked about purpose in the last episode. So the fact that you said mm-hmm. things will come together, you know, operating your purpose, like we mentioned in the first episode, um, things are going to be bound to come together if you're just staying faithful and trusting. And Jesus tells us to not be anxious about anything, but rather turn to mm-hmm. him and everything over to him in prayer. And really just by simply just lifting our concerns and our burdens over to him daily will just alleviate all that because he tells us to cast our cares on him and he will sustain us and never fail us. Peace I live with you, my peace I give to you. There's just so many wonderful, wonderful verses in the Bible where God is just telling you like, girl, what you tripping for? I got this. I I created you. (laughs) What are you stressing for? And so these promises to me, are just so powerful because we're turning to prescriptions and drugs and alcohol and sex to just relieve our stress. But I've learned just by having, you know, a slight just alcohol addiction actually adds even more stress, ironically. So we're just so quick to put our faith in these worldly things um, and not in our heavenly father, but just simply just by letting go of all these worries and doubts, our lives will just be so much happier. They'll be successful to be more complete. And I've also learned too, Jess, that disobedience and sin can also produce stress as well. And it kind of cuts us off from our blessings and our peace and our joy. And simply just by being obedient, by casting our cares on him, we're going to reap these benefits of being blessed and our desires. And they will just show our true commitment. And I feel like I only have peace by reading his word daily and not drinking daily by speaking to him through prayer often and not speaking to the, to the cashier at the liquor store, (laughs) you know, God wants us to share our feelings and our concerns to him. He longs to be in a relationship with us. And I always like to use this as an example. Just imagine if you had a boyfriend or a husband or whoever, and you never spoke to your boyfriend about your ideas, your dreams or your concerns or whatever, he's going to feel some type of way like, dad, you know, why is she not you know, talking to me. I'm here to listen. That's how God is with us. He wants us to have that relationship with him and to, and to go to him with our troubles and for him to listen and to take care of it, you know? Absolutely. 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 That was, that was good stuff, Lizzie. <laughs> that was good. You know, I think, I, I think we can close by saying this. Um, like we said earlier, you're not going to, this life is not promised to be stress-free. We're human. We live in a sinful world. We're not going to avoid stress in those anxious moments. But it's all about how you face it, how you handle it, how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. Again, be grateful for those small things. Tell God thank you despite us. Keep your head held high. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Be happy with the skin that you're in. Keep it moving. God has better things in store for you. And just stay, just, just stay focused on the promise. Stay focused on those things that God has for you. And all that other stuff will go away. It will subside. It's not, it, doesn't even, it doesn't hold weight when it comes down to the things that God will do for you. Mm-hmm. He cares about us. He loves us. And all he wants is our love back. So take care of yourself and stop stressing out. Be happy. Absolutely. It'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Live a stress-free life, guys. It's definitely not worth it. Take care of your bodies, take care of your minds, and most importantly, take care of your soul, first and foremost. So, I think that about sums it up. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.